Just borrowed, they're not mine at all. Jesus, only let me use them to brighten my life. So remind me, remind me, dear Lord. Throw back the curtain. Nothing good have I done to deserve God's own Son. I'm not worthy of the scars in His hands. Yet He chose the road to Calvary to die in my stead. Why He loved me, I can't understand. Very good evening and welcome along to this edition of Gospel for You. Just now you heard David West singing Remind Me Dear Lord. And if you've been listening in the past, you may well have heard David West singing other songs. Gospel for You is a real heart to get that good news of salvation. That salvation which is made possible by Jesus Christ, Son of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believes shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. And that is available to each one of us. We want to make that available in different languages, and that's what this program does. 
And so we have John 3.16 in Dutch, in Horsa of Central Africa, and in Ukrainian. Also in the programme, we hear Bev Venning reading our core scripture for tonight, that being Isaiah chapter 25, verse 9. And that's what gave rise to this theme of God at our side. And there is a name of God, which is Emmanuel, God with us. That God at our side reminds us, reminds me that God is with us and he's with us by his spirit. His spirit comes within us when we accept Christ as Lord and Saviour. So God knows our hearts. He knows our minds. He knows everything about our lives. And when we come back to him and confess, God is so very, very faithful and just to forgive. And he wants that no one perish. No one go to hell. And that can only happen if people believe in their hearts, confess with their mouths that Jesus Christ is Lord and Saviour. In the show today, then you'll hear Gospel Cafe. Gospel Cafe is a programme that is produced and broadcast on a Monday evening and rebroadcast on a Friday. And this last Monday, we had Alison Cran, who's hopefully going to be one of our volunteers, come into the studio and uh, she was speaking with me about uh, Isaiah 25 verse 9 and this whole subject of God at our side. We hear from Pastor Fergus Buchan with Kingdom Come. He returns again with that program, giving a revelation of the end times. We're doing things a wee bit differently because usually we have a uh, testimony in the first part of the program. In this case, the testimony is in the last part of the program and with good reason because one day actually gives an opportunity for listeners to respond in prayer to what they've heard. We hear from Carl Erasmus singing Stand By Me. Now let's get into Bev Venning reading from Isaiah chapter 25 verse 9. Isaiah 25 9 And it will be said in that day, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for him, and he will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Amen. Welcome to your gospel, making the good news of salvation available to language groups around the world. Your gospel in Dutch. Want zo lief had God de wereld dat hij zijn enige geboren zoon gegeven heeft, opdat ieder die in hem gelooft niet verloren gaat, maar het eeuwige leven hebben. Your gospel is made available by Gospel for Grampian Radio, which it is heard every hour, on the hour, and on podcast from podcast.g4g.org.uk. Listen in life from listen.g4g.org.uk.
Thank We're you. talking about a God at our side. And we've been thinking about even just into our own lives, just while the music was on, about how God is, is at our side. But we have to have our eyes and ears open to what he's actually doing. Our eyes and ears focused on what he's actually given us to do. Yeah. How many people can actually say that we are fully doing what God has given us to do? Not many, I would guess. Working to it. That's all I yeah. can say is we're doing is we're working to it because it's our heart to get the gospel out to every language group around the world and whosoever and wheresoever people are. Alison has our core scripture for tonight. So it's Acts 2.25 and I'll read from the ESV this time and the scripture reads For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me for he is at my right hand that I may not be shaken. Those words that I may not be shaken and also reminds me of the scriptures that we've considered before that those who wait on the Lord will mm. renew their strength they will mount up on wings like eagles they will run and not grow weary they will walk and not faint and that is what you can do with God at your side but it's a case of having to work at it and David himself actually went through some very difficult times yeah he sure did uh, when like King Saul was after him and when he had made a mistake, mm-hmm. well, a rather bad error of judgment with Bathsheba. Yeah. Uh, but even then, after all that, David was reckoned by God as a man after God's own heart. That's right. He got it wrong. We get it wrong. But if we come back to God, he is faithful and just to forgive. Yes, he's so merciful, isn't he, Rob? Yes, I wouldn't be here if God hadn't been merciful to me. Yeah, amen. That's the same for me many times. (laughs) Many times over, yes. Yeah.
Uh, Stand amazing the presence and that is actually one I think I was actually there uh, when sold out were actually playing that back uh, a good few years back in the uh, Aberdeen Exhibition and Conference Centre as it was then Gosh. and I remember singing that at the top of my voice because it's that kind of song that you can let it rip. It's yeah, uh, a victory song. It is a victory song but why is it a victory song? It's a victory song because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross yeah. in your place and in mine and that is the message that cannot be understated yeah we, we have to state it and yet in even in my mind's eye I fully cannot grasp it but because I've come to know Christ as my Lord and Savior because he's put his spirit within me mm-hmm. I know that I know that I know rather than I'm having to work to know, I still have to work at it. I still have to get God's word into me and take time to be with God. But it's easier. And I know, just like King David did, that God is at my side. Absolutely. And his his love, it's all about God's love, isn't it? When it's in us, it's, yeah. So talking about King David, um, I, I picked up Psalm to go with the, the Acts 15.25. I picked up Psalm 16, um, verse 8, and it reads, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. Excellent. We cannot as I said, over, overstate who God is and what he's done for us. Yeah. He's known by so many, many names as well. Yeah. People, many religions would even think, well, there's a God for this and there's a God for that. And yet, it's El-Echad, the one God for That's us. Right. And then people might say, well, you have your God and we'll have ours. But to us... I can honestly say God is all-encompassing. He is all the things that many people believe need to be segregated into separate gods. That's right. Because he is our Emmet, God of truth. He can't be seen. He cannot be represented by a, by a figurine. Mm-hmm. He cannot be represented even by a picture. No. We have... Even on the wall here, actually, we have two, two pictures that have been done probably in a Sunday school of, of children trying to picture what God looked like. But God is worth, he's more than that. And he sent, what we're seeing on the wall there is a representative, representation of who Christ Jesus is or was. Yeah. And everyone can kind of identify to a certain extent with that but God's so much more even than that absolutely you're talking about his names and as as um, you were speaking about that my eye was drawn to your notes on the wall and yeah. it gives all the different names of the Lord well and not all of them but there are at least a good mm-hmm. few of them I think there may be even as um, almost as many names for God as there are countries in the world <laughs> that's amazing hallelujah <laughs> And I mean, some people you can imagine uh, uh, so many, so many gods in their lives, even of man-made things. Yeah. But it was man who created the things, not God. No. God gave wisdom as to how things could be used. 
but he's Adonai sovereign. O Sali God Marok. He's Al Olam everlasting God. He's Jehovah Sabia, the Lord of hosts. And quite, if you read the Bible, and you will find actually God referring to himself at least more than once as the Lord of hosts. Yes. He is the one who controls heaven's armies. Yeah. And if you read through Job, if you read through the Psalms, you find out that, that God is capable of all things. He can ride on thunder clouds mm -hmm. and, and, and all the rest of it. It'd be quite an amazing thing to see. But all we need to do is to have faith and know that God is there and he is ready. He is beside us. And particularly, he's a friend. He's there for orphans. He's there yeah. for widows. He's there for the vulnerable. How can we be able to be there for orphans and widows and the vulnerable? Well, I think it's a case of reaching and helping people. So many people are so... It's getting me onto a whole train of thought, actually. Yeah. So many people are not able to speak for themselves, Alison. That's right. And they, they can't. But yet you have other people who like to time waste. Mm -hmm. I need this. I need that. Oh, I'm poor and lonely. But it's not them who we should be considering. No. It is those who cannot speak for themselves. And th those who are not able... Those who have no voice, those who are quiet and are being silenced, they need mm -hmm. to be heard. Uh, actually, in first aid, when I did my first aid course, it wasn't the people so much that who were shouting out, but priority is given to those <laughs> who are the quietest. That's right. Quite often, because they are least able to shout mm -hmm. out, maybe because they're unconscious. So if you're thinking of saying, hey, what about me? Yes, God knows who you are and where you are. But the priority should be given to those who are least able. Absolutely. We need to remember that. We do. We're, we're sent out to do that. Uh, Jesus was very specific about the orphans and the widows. And I love how you're mentioning those without a voice because um, we have so many um, wants in our own life but to want to serve others that's the key that should be our main want yeah it, it should be our main want yes we have our wants but then as I was thinking about things and praying about things I thought well Lord I need this and I need that and God said what is that in your hand what have I already given you yeah. to serve that you can actually serve and actually you can do a lot more than you think you, you, I found I was able to do a lot more mm -hmm. than I ever thought possible. If I, if God had sort of given in and given people, then I might not have even discovered that. Yeah. But it's at God's timing. We have to wait on that. But He will, and He does, and He's faithful. Absolutely. All He needs is our obedience. And as you say, what do you have in your hand? I remember a local pastor preaching powerfully about. What do you have in your hand? And use what you've got. Yeah. It, it's all we can do. It's yeah. all he expects of us. Mm -hmm. As well. This is Gospel for Grampian. Welcome to your Gospel 
making the good news of salvation available to language groups around the world. Johanna Sura Uku Aya Goma Shashida Gama Allah Yayi Kamnar Dunia Haryabada Dansa Haifa Feshikadai Domin Duka Wanda Yena Bada Gaskia Garishi Kadaya Lala Che Ama Yasamire Nahar Abada. Your gospel is made available by Gospel for Grampian Radio, which it is heard every hour on the hour and on podcast from podcast.g4g.org.uk. Listen in live from listen.g4g.org.uk. Thank you. This is Gospel for You. Welcome along. If you've just joined us and if you joined partway through that, then you will have heard already your gospel. That's John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whosoever believes shall not perish but shall have everlasting life. And that in Jose from Central Africa. An extract from Gospel Cafe. Gospel Cafe is one of the flagship programs that uh, is broadcast on Gospel for Grampian Radio, which produces this program. Who am I? Well, my name is Rob Rowe, and I present this program and Gospel Cafe. And on Monday, Alison Cran, who is uh, hopefully going to be one of our volunteers, came into the studio to discuss the very subject that we're looking at today. God is at our side. And that from Isaiah 25, verse 9. In that day they will say, Surely this is our God. We trusted in him, and he saved us. This is the Lord. We trusted in him. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. It's quite amazing to have God at our side. How is he at our side? Well, he's at our side, certainly for those who know and love Christ as Lord and Saviour, God's at our side, in fact lives in us by his Spirit, by his Spirit that I'm able to produce these programmes for you. I'm still only human, but it is God who provides the inspiration, God who provides the words for me to say, God who enables me to live my life. That's not to say that I'm a puppet. Oh no. But what it means to say is that God's Spirit provides a much more dynamic and vibrant extension to what I can do individually as a person. Each of us have been given natural skills and natural abilities, but through Christ, as God's Word says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And it is once again God's Spirit that reminds me of his word and bit by bit as I go through producing these programs and as I talk to other people and as I go through life's experiences I'm able to see more of God in my life and just at this time when one could tremble and wonder what is going to happen yet I can tell you listeners I have a confidence that even for the present challenge and challenges that I have, God will come through for me as he has and as he does and as he will. It reminds me of other than scriptures that God 
has given to each one of us through his word. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him and he will do it. So by committing even the concerns that I have, the challenges, the things I know I need to do to God, trust God and God helps me and he makes it happen. So Christ provides so much more than just an assurance. We're getting to know then the God of the universe through Christ. And that is quite an amazing thing to realise. God at our side. I'll read that scripture again. Isaiah 25 verse 9. In that day they will say, Surely this is our God. We trusted in him and he saved us. This is the Lord. We trusted in him. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. And it is through Christ Jesus that we are saved. There is no other way by which we can be saved. And Jesus also said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. There really is no other way by which any of us can be saved. Let's have a little look to what else we can hear in this program. Well, coming up just now, we have Pastor Fergus Buchan with a new edition of Kingdom Come. And that is really a revelation of the end times. That's coming up for you here on Gospel For You. After which we'll be wrapping things up. And then you'll hear from one day as he gives his testimony and provides an opportunity for you to respond for yourselves. Finishing off the program with Carl Erasmus, Stand By Me and Your Gospel, John 3.16 in Ukrainian. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Kingdom Come, our second series of teachings with me, Jess Priest, and Pastor Fergus Buchan from MMI London. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining us tonight. We're so happy to be back with you all again, finally. If you missed last week's episode, we are in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, and it was all and it was a revelation of the end times. And tonight's message is all about the Great Tribulation. So without further ado, over to you, Pastor Fergus. Well, thank you so much, Jess. It's good to be back again, folks. And we're going to follow up with after our first um, uh, readings and, and, and ministry. And I hope that you enjoyed it and got something out of it and realize the times we're in. Well, now this, this segment with Jess, I want to talk about the Great Tribulation. All right, we, there's tribulation coming. There's trials and tribulations coming. Uh, we all go through trials and tribulations in our daily life, no doubt. Health, sickness, business failing, marriages failing. But this is a different tribulation. This is worldwide. This is going to be affecting all of us. So I want to just again expound, but I want to read first and go through what the scriptures say. And then I'll expound a wee bit with Jess. And she's always got a good question to ask. And I hope I've always got the answers. Or I might ask her a question today, Jess. And you can answer. <laughs> right. Okay. The Great Tribulation. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken by Daniel, the prophet, standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him understand. Then those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him 
who is on the housetop not go down to take anything out of his house and let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those, this is quite a tough one, guys, who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in these days. And the prayer and pray that your flight may be in, uh, not in winter or in the Sabbath. For then there will be great tribulation, such as never not been seen. The beginning of the world until this time. Nor, no, nor ever shall be. God is saying here, what it's, it's, he's saying is, is what we're going to see, Jess, if we're still alive, you've never seen anything like it. So I don't know what, what's going to happen because I don't know, things aren't that great at the moment, are they? Wherever you travel, yeah. wherever you go, and, and you know how we have demonstrations in London every Saturday, and people get, you know, it's just it's just getting bad, but it's not yet that bad. Okay. Yeah. And and then he says, and unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Then if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or there, do not believe it. For the false Christ and false false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. See, I've told you beforehand, we we touched on this uh, being deceived last week. Eh? And brothers and sisters, you, you know, <clears throat> the Lord's warning us of what's to come. And he's warning us not to be deceived, even the very elect. So the very elect would be maybe pastors, prophets, teachers, uh, um, people, evangelists, people that are in full-time ministry. Mm. Now, if we don't go to the scripture, Jess, and look at scripture and read it with our spiritual eyes, we are going to be deceived. Because if anybody tells you that things are going to get better in this age we're living in, they're liars. Now, mm. I'm making quite a bold statement there. Because Jesus said it's going to get worse. Yeah. Yeah. So now, now you, uh, oh, here goes Fergus back in again. He's always bringing <laughs> I'm a watchman. I'm warning you. That's what I'm doing. Get your house in order. Get ready. He said it's going to get far worse. Okay? Therefore, if they say to you, look, he's in the desert, do not go out. Or look, he's in the inner rooms, do not believe. For as the lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west, so also will be the coming of the Son of Man. For wherever the carcass is, there are the eagles gathered together. Um, when he comes, he's talking about lightning, flashes, east to west, west, north to south. Just there's going to be no mistaking who it is when he comes. There's going to be, yeah. there, there, it's him. And, and you know, I might add a little um, point in here. You know, people say, oh, well, if I can find out when he's coming, I can live my life, life like I want to, and then. I know he's coming tomorrow morning at eight o'clock, so I'll just then repent and get on my knees and say, I'm sorry. Mm. No, he doesn't give us that. He doesn't give us that grace. That's not grace. When he comes, it's going to be like lightning. Now, I've lived in Johannesburg a long, long time. I've seen those high felt thunderstorms. They are something else. Mm -hmm. And when that bolt of lightning comes, it's gone as quick as it comes, eh, Jess? That's what yeah. it's going to be like. So there's no time to say, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, you've got to live your life today, Jess, and me, as if he's coming this afternoon now. In yeah. fact, 
it could happen while we we're doing this recording. He could come and call us. Yeah, go on. Exactly. So, so there's going to be an open screen here. There's going to be a, a red jersey sitting on the city, and all <laughs> <laughs> well, your stuffs on this chair because you have your white robe. You want me naked? And up we... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. Stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sun, then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven. And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and glory. Now he's coming. Now we see now it says all nations are going to see this. Everybody. Unbelievers, atheists, Shintoists, whoever doesn't believe in Jesus Christ are going to see this. And so are we. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. And they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. <coughs> Excuse me. My, my question to you, Jess, who's the elect? Mm. It's us. Yeah. It's Christians, us Christians, us believers. That's who's coming together. Us. Like we just spoke about just now behind your desk and me here in my lounge doing this podcast. He's coming to get us. He's not coming to get the unbeliever. He's not coming to get the, the atheist, the, the scoffer, the drunkard, the thief, the adulterer. We can go on and on, okay? I'm not judging nobody. I'm just telling you, get your house in order. Yeah. Because when we're gone, me, you, your mom and your dad, and my wife and my children who are born again, Sinners, all of us, we're not nothing is perfect, but it's coming for us. Mm. That's the elect he's talking about. And he says, Yeah, the elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other, the whole of the earth. I mean, please, we have Chinese Christians, we have Japanese, we have African, we have Afrikaans, English speaking, Scotsman, the world they believe. But how many will he find? How many will he mm. find when he comes? And that's why it's so, so important, brothers and sisters, get right with God. Um, we all mess up, don't we? Fine. Oh. Me too. I'm probably the biggest. I'm not judging nobody, but to repent. Always get a chance. Repent before you can't repent. Because when we're gone, we're gone. And those that are behind are staying behind. <laughs> and exactly. there's no chance of them coming to where we are. Because as I'll go into later on, It'll be so, so hard and difficult to receive Jesus once the elect has been taken away. They, yeah. won't, they won't want to know. Because the Bible says that they will curse God even more. Not ask for forgiveness. They'll curse him for, for the fire. Mm -hmm. the snow. Yeah, that, that's right. That's exactly it. So, Jess, that's where we are at the moment. I've got um, three other sections that we're going to talk about. But unfortunately, tonight, uh, we again, I've run out of time. Have you got something? Let's talk about this. Have you got something you want to share about what I've just read? Anything that's on your heart? No, I think, you know, I, I think, especially in the last few months, I think, you know, most Christians around the world, well, I, maybe Christians who kind of um, have the same mindset of me and, you know, like-minded and what we kind of believe and stuff. And I think it's so apparent that we really are 
at the in the end times and it it really is it it's near and like you said we don't know it could be tonight it could be next year it could we we don't know when the lord's coming um but like you said don't focus on when just know that it's soon and you you need to get you like you said you need to get your house right you need to get everything in order you need to get you 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 need to be ready because that moment will happen in a flash and you know i i just i just have a really fear for the people Mm. who are left behind and who have to go through so much of that trip of those tribulations who have to it, it's gonna be it's gonna be terrible um but I'll, you know so for me I, I just i wouldn't even want to go through that um and i just think it's just so important like you said to just really really just get your get everything in order and just be so ready and you know what? it's it's exciting i can't wait <laughs> i'm so happy you know if you have to go through a little bit of a trials and tribulations it's so worth it so yeah well jess that's very good you know i like what you said just now we don't know when jess and um um, but you said it it could be this afternoon it could be in five years time you know i don't know but he's coming that i do know why Mm because he said so so it's like the we spoke a couple of years ago about the 10 virgins remember five Mm -hmm. were foolish and five were wise Exactly. five got in five, they were christians yeah but the other five were left out because they the their lamps ran out of oil and the light went out so mm-hmm. the same thing is what the lord is telling us he doesn't want anybody to be lost jess i mean no. he i mean he loved you so much father god that he gave his son to die for you so he loves you but if you're not going to be ready he can't take you so it, it's very good what you said and i like what you said so next week we're going to be talking about the parable of the fig tree and we're going to talk about just what you said but i'm going to give it to everybody in scripture no one knows the day of the hour so Amen. brothers and sisters let's just pray as we close this this uh this meeting until next week father god i thank you for your word i thank you for the encouraging word i thank you for the truth that lord jesus christ will keep our candles our lamps full of oil and burning brightly for you. So when you come, Lord Jesus Christ, you'll know who we are. I pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so much, Pastor Fergus, and thank you to everyone who tuned in tonight. As always, if any of you have any questions or prayer requests, please send them in to our prayer email address, which is mi.londonprayer at gmail.com and Pastor Fergus would love to hear them and get back to you. So we'll see you all next week and don't forget to tune in and join us every Wednesday at 8pm. Until then, God bless. God bless. Pastor Fergus Buchan with Kingdom Come and an End Times Revelation for the Great Tribulation. There'll be more from Pastor Fergus Buchan again next week at the same time. Each of us is a spiritual being. Each of us is accountable to God. God made us. Yes, we came out of our mother's womb, but God made us. He created us. Each of us 
is loved by God, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believes shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. And we hear about this great tribulation of things that will happen in the end times. You only need to look at the news and you'll realise that lots of bad things are happening right at the moment. But those who accept Christ Jesus as Lord and Saviour for themselves will escape. Why? Because then you're made right with God. All this programme, we've been considering God being beside us. He's beside us and that through his spirit. He loves us so much. He loves you. He loves me. And that love comes into its own with that added dimension of knowing God. And we heard something about that in and through this program. Earlier on in this program, you heard an extract from one of our programs, Gospel Cafe, in which Alison Cran and myself were speaking about that. And how one of the things that I believe we're called to is to speak out for those who cannot be heard. And right now, I believe it's important to pray for these people at the very least. So wherever you are, if you are orphans or widows, if you're feeling that you're not even being listened to, that that society has passed you over, that for whatever reason, then this prayer is for you. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we bring before you especially, Lord God, probably very many millions of people who even may be listening to this program today who are feeling left out, who are feeling excluded, who are not being heard, who are even being shunned by society because of what they look like, because of their circumstances. But Lord God, as you see each one of us As you see all our hearts and all our minds, each one of us is accountable to you. Lord God, I pray for these people who are marginalised, these people who do not yet know even a saving grace that your Son Jesus Christ provides. These people who may have been dispossessed of their homes, bereaved, uh, dispossessed of parents and and or of businesses, these people who may have been held captive or injured, Lord God, for whatever reason, maybe the people who have conditions like dementia, Alzheimer's, stroke. Lord God, we bring all these people before you because they are trapped right where they are. But they need prayer too. And they need to know, Lord God, that they are loved. And we pray, Lord God, that right now, even this prayer will bring hope into their hearts. Will bring your love into their hearts. That they might know, that they might realise that there are people who are thinking about them. There are people at the very least who are praying for them. And I pray, Lord God, that right now you'll bring all the help and the love into their lives 
so that they might experience this for themselves, so that even right where they are, they will have an assurance that you are with them. Your rod and your staff are comfort. Amen. Coming up to the end of our program, and we'll be handing over to one day who gives his testimony and then gives a prayer. And that prayer, you can pray along with that and come to know Christ Jesus as your Lord and Saviour. I would love to know if you do pray that prayer, so please do send me an email, rob, R-O-B, at g4g.org.uk. And if you do send in something or you have a question about this program to rob at g4g.org.uk, then we'll be able to direct you to where you might discover more about God for yourselves, where you might experience more of God for yourselves. Please be in touch and we look forward to hearing from you. Here's one day after which we'll hear Carla Rasmus stand by me and your gospel, John 3.16 in Ukrainian. Bye-bye now. Hello, my name is Yoloya Mawande. I work as a volunteer at the Salvation Army and Bethany Christian Trust. I am grateful for the opportunity to share a bit of God's faithfulness in my life. In today's world, there is so much pain, fear, hatred, injustice, war, you name it. It is easier more than ever to fall victim and be entangled in the troubles of this world. If you are like me and you wonder why there is so much evil in the world, you are not alone. I often hear people ask, if God exists, why did this happen? Or, why did God let evil exist? It is easy to blame everything on God. I did that too. I went through some difficult seasons in my life and experienced some traumatic events. In those events, people died. There was so much pain and loneliness. I felt marginalized, depressed, vulnerable, and desperate for help. I was brought up in a Christian family. Mom forced me to church every Sunday and some Wednesday nights. I believed in God but didn't have a genuine relationship with God. But when this problem started, I quickly became a prodigal. A prodigal is one who... It's called lost in the world, brought up as a Christian like I was, but then just started living a wayward life. The devil made it easier to blame God for everything. Rather than run to God for help, I started pointing out the bad things happening in churches around, pointing to bad religious leaders and all the bad headlines about Christianity. Like a lot of people do at this point, I made some bad decisions some bad choices. I went to alcohol and different types of drugs to numb the pain and try forget. However, when I woke up from a bender, my problems were still there in my face, sometimes even bigger than it was before the bender. It became a vicious circle of never-ending pain. I was going from one bender to another, angry, bitter, and blaming God for all my problems as I've always done. 
I remember feeling lost, hopeless, unloved, and unhappy. I thought I had lost everything, no family, no friends, no genuine friends, no will to leave. I became fearful and anxious about everything, even attempted suicide a few times. I spiraled down from one bad decision to another until I was in a hole so deep I thought I couldn't get out. But God showed up. A pastor friend reached out to me in that darkness and I poured out my heart to him. He listened to everything and his response surprised me. He said, one day, you're a great guy and God really loves you. He said, God has a plan and purpose for your life. He doesn't want you to waste your life away. He wants to have a relationship with you as a son has with his father. Open your heart to him and let him into your life as your Lord and Savior. Then my pastor friend prayed for me. However, when you realize that the creator of the universe wants to have a relationship with you, then you will begin to understand the depth of the love he has for you. God has expressed his love for all humanity, his love for you and I, by sending his son, Jesus Christ. That day and those words marked a new beginning for me. I didn't have it all figured out. I didn't automatically drop all my addictions. But it was the beginning of a life journey, one that I wouldn't have to do alone. I accepted Jesus Christ into my life as my savior. I needed to learn to let him be Lord over my life. Letting Jesus be Lord over your life means walking with him. Let him walk in and through you. To the question, why did God let evil exist? I wish I could give a definite answer. However, I now know we are all born into a fallen world, ruled by darkness and evil. The Bible says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, Jesus Christ. He gave us Jesus as the solution to the darkness. Jesus came that we might have life. He was the solution to death. That whoever believes in him the life he brought was in his own person. This life comes through knowing him. His life brings light to mankind. In his light, we see ourselves as we really are, sinners in need of a savior. He is the way, the way to the Father. In his light, we can avoid walking blind and falling into sin. He is the light. He lights up the path ahead of us so we can see how to live by removing the darkness of sin. He is the truth. He brought us to the truth about the Father's kingdom, the reality of God's promise. Believe in Him to have eternal life. He is the life. He has come to give us eternal life. 
he has come to restore us to a fellowship with the Father. John 3.17 then says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Jesus is not here to condemn you. He wants to save you, just like he saved me. Come to him just as you are. He is ready to meet you right where you are, like he did me. That hand is being stretched out to you. I don't know what you're going through right now. I don't know who needs to hear this word, but God loves you. He has great plans and purpose for your life. He wants to have a relationship with you. Open your heart to him. Accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, like I did. Start this journey with him. Walk with him. Let him walk in and through you. I would like to make an invitation and pray with somebody today who is not right with God. Or maybe you are a prodigal like I was and can't boldly say, you are in the right place with Jesus. If you think that's you, please place your right hand on your chest and pray this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, I come to you today because you made a way for me to come through the death, the burial, and the resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ. I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and the Savior of the world. I make today the day that I boldly confess Jesus Christ as my Savior and my Lord. Please forgive me of my past and give me a whole new life and I will follow you all the days of my life. And one day, I will be with you in heaven. In Jesus' name. Amen. That's a miracle. It's a miracle you can never forget. It's the beginning of something new. Thank you. When the storms of life are raging Stand by me Stand by me When the storms of life are raging Stand by me When I'm growing old and feeble 
gospel making the good news of salvation available to language groups around the world this is your gospel in ukrainian yoan 3:16 bo bog tak polubil svit sho dal syna svoho jednorodnoho shtoby kozhen kto viruye v nyoho ne zahinu ale mal zhitya vechne 